Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amogan. And this week, we're going to be talking about something that was actually requested uh, last week by Omega. Now, for those who don't know, Omega is actually one of our viewers, and this is some so this is something that is a request. But it is actually a topic that warrants its own discussion, and it stems a little bit off of a previous uh, episode that we had, which was on March fifth. That episode was talking about video game platforms and um, video game social media networks. Now. This episode is going to be talking more so directed to Epic Games and their store for video games. For those who are unaware, Epic Games is the producer behind the game Fortnite, which is one of the, if not the, most popular video game in the world at this present time. At least based on uh, people watching it online and talking about it. So, that being said... And I'm going to start this little history lesson. Essentially, what happened is that a little bit after Fortnite came out, I think this is around season five or six, Fortnite started to, well, Epic Games decided to, you know, start working on their own launcher for, the, for their games and games that people might want to be sold underneath them. This is kind of very similar to what happened with uh, Blizzard and Battle.net and their launcher, which had all of their games, plus then they started to work along with companies like Call of Duty and so on and so forth. And so games that not, weren't necessarily made by Blizzard started showing up on there where people can buy them, connect to a PC-based network, and play with other PC-based gamers versus it just being on console so on and so forth so therein starts the first problem because we already had an issue where people were essentially starting to fragment the market and keeping these different diff uh, video game platforms separated that means that different features weren't were missing for different ones uh things that we preferred on one doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's on the other uh, achievements <laughs> if you have an achievement on steam it doesn't mean you have an achievement anywhere else and sometimes uh, the the video game publishers will make different achievements based on where you get it from so all in all it left things messy and you know having it like that did not well having epic games join into the foray didn't make things any easier not only that, but there's been a lot of tension because of how Epic Games is actually running it, the things that they're doing, and how they're going about doing it, plus sometimes lying about it. So let's actually just jump right in, shall we? So the first things first is unfair exclusive games. And this really came more so with uh, metro exodus but it was kind of already there because they had some lower profile exclusive games such as ashen and hades then they got to accumulating some other series of a little bit higher profile exclusive games from 
Um, AAA studios like Walking Dead, uh, the final season, the Division Two, uh, that have um, works from uh, David Cage, which is stuff like uh, Opticstron, The Nomad Soul, Fahrenheit, Heavy Rain, the series, Kara, The Dark Sorcerer, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit, Becoming Human, um, so on and so forth, and. Then people were kind of okay. Well, that's fine-ish. It's not the best, but we can make do. But then Metro Exodus came about, and that started causing issues because people had already started buying and pre-purchasing this game over on Steam. Now, the reason why this is an issue is because, well, when you pre-order something and on Steam. And then you decide to make a game exclusive on a completely different platform. That doesn't make me as a pre-order on Steam feel very secure in their purchase at all. Um, and it's because not only did they wait and wait and wait to the point where Steam already had the um, product page up. People were pre-ordering it and so on and so forth. But they waited until just two weeks prior to the game launch to state that it was now a Epic Games launcher or store, whatever you want to call it, exclusive. That happened January 28th. And so people obviously were very livid to the point where they were review bombing um, other Metro games and so on and so forth and taking to reddit to twitter to pretty much anywhere they could to let the developers essentially know this was not cool and then valve entered into the conversation and saying that you know rather than removing the page it left it online and left a, posted a note that and essentially said the decision to remove the game is unfair to steam customers and that essentially was a rallying cry to a lot of different people because they were saying essentially that while competition is good the way how ea well not ea epic games is handling it is a bit unfair and that rang for a while to be quite honestly um the actual note from them says um says notice Sales of Metro Exodus have been discontinued on Steam due to a publisher decision to make the game exclusive to another PC store. The developer and publisher have assured us that all prior sales of the game on Steam will be fulfilled on Steam and Steam owners will be will be uh, will be able to access the game and any future updates or DLC through Steam. We think the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sales period. We apologize to Steam customers that were expecting it to be available for sale through the February 15th release date, but we were only recently informed of the decision and given limited time to let everyone know. So, yeah, not really the best way to go about it at all. <laughs> um, so, again, that led to review bombs on earlier games, uh, people going on wherever they could in metro's case some also went after people who weren't even involved in the decision like metro book series author um dimitri gudrovsky uh which you know this is also becoming an issue now because this seems to be 
uh, a way for people to v- show that they're they are concerned or they have an issue with something and this has now caused steam to now have to implement new types of systems which we're going to get into a little bit later on in the episode but i just want you to keep in mind that you know review bombing while this is pretty much the only way for well one of the only ways for people to actually get their voices heard by developers because it actually affects bottom lines because when people see that a game is rated so poorly they think twice on buying it versus just posting it on reddit and if people don't check reddit which they may not if they just want to go and buy the game then it never gets seen until maybe too late anyway so this is pretty much now a standard when something goes exclusive as an epic exclusive um which kind of happened with borderlands 3 um that resulted in review bombs as well because borderlands has almost exclusively been on the steam store and that's where people know it to be so when we found out that the division 2 won't be landing in steam initially and will in fact launch on epic game store on march 15th uh and epic games is only taking 12 percent of that compared to steam's 30 percent you know people started wondering like what's going to happen like when is it going to be available on steam because they don't want to have to go and download a completely new type of platform for them to be able to play a game especially if they weren't someone that already made an account with epic games for fortnite so that being said they do plan on uh ubisoft is planning on working with epic on additional select titles throughout the remainder of 2019 we don't know exactly what those are we do however know that when it comes to borderlands 3 and they're being uh review bombed is that hey funky cow dude 23 how you doing today uh what we do realize is that you know when <laughs> there's a lot of different negative reviews on this article well on this um store page i'm not going to go through that but valve essentially took which is the company behind steam essentially took and revealed the solution to the whole review bomb solution well problem is that it's going to be a uh new system that a human digs well a human team digs through reeking piles of fishy reviews i'm reading this as a quote um, surfaced by an automated program and if they find that those reviews to be sufficiently suspicious they'll mark the time period it encompasses and notify the developer then they'll remove those reviews from the game's overall score and stop other reviews posted in the same period of time from counting towards the review um now uh funky cloud cow dude i do not have an opinion on uh gears 4 simply because i haven't really played it sorry to say um now it's not really how should i put this it's worth noting that these review bombs aren't really blowing up borderlands so much as pinging harmlessly off of its uh cell shaded shell according to this particular quote i say however though it actually does affect it and this is an good method for valve to actually have taken because it stops the 
effect that it has towards sales while at the same time also allowing people to see futures things that it, because it's still marking it as off a uh, topic so people can still see it it doesn't necessarily go in and delete these information and these reviews and so if i'm someone who's buying a let's say borderlands series i may take a look at borderlands 1 borderlands 2 see borderlands 3 uh or being posted throughout these different ones and see that oh well the series is actually isn't continuing here or that it's going to continue in case of borderlands 3 it's going to continue six months after so it's it's actually coming out in 2020 on steam whereas borderlands 3 is coming out this year very soon in uh epic games store and that's kind of where the unfair thing happens because when we found out what happened with Metro Exodus, we actually, um, people did a lot of pushback in regards to that because I'm... they did not like that at all. Um, and so, you know, the people behind Epic Games then at GDC, which is a global developers conference, said that you know we won't be doing this anymore we we understand we hear you guys we will be very careful and you know won't do this kind of stuff anymore but then they went ahead and did it again anyway um mainly because according to the executive so based off of an article by dualshockers.com they say that the gearbox software ceo randy pitchford says Borderlands Steam review bombing is helping to affirm his opinion on Borderlands 3 Epic Game Store exclusive exclusivity. Mainly, and I'm, a lot of people are um, taking this to mean that because they don't actually have a review system on the Epic Game Store. You just go there and buy it. You can't rate the game. You can't review it. You just buy it. Um, so, when we actually came to it... Oh... Apparently, you get to crush skulls in uh, Gears 4. I'll take a look at it, Funky Cow. But, yeah, so while Borderlands 3 is getting bombed by reviews, uh, Randy Pitchford went to Twitter um, and said, Ironically, this is that this misuse is possible and that Steam has no interest in correcting. This misuse makes me kind of happy about 2K's decision and making makes me want to reconsider Gearbox publishing current position on the platform. So, that's from Gearbox. And, sorry, yeah. Um, that's not really a great stance to really take. Because, sure, while it hurts to have your game review bombed, uh, things were also lied about it. Because uh well they then came and tried to explain it you know that oh this that and the next we it's not that we were lying about holding stuff back it's that we decided to change our minds after we told you guys that we weren't going to do anymore we we had a conversation and decided we were going to do it again so sorry not sorry and that was from the epic game side so they went back into conversation and now that's how we have the situation happening with borderlands 3 epic games will continue to sign steam games to exclusive store deals uh 
this is when Bernick Phoenix reached out to, well, or tweeted Tim Sweeney Epic saying, care to explain what's going on with the observation after what was said here? The game was already set for Steam. So this is yet another game um, that, you know, is happening where they kind of steal it. Because on March 23rd, Epic Games said that they won't be making, you know, another Metro Exodus mistake again. Tim's response to it was that we've had a lot of discussions about this since GDC. Epic is open to continuing to sign funding exclusivity deal exclusivity deals with willing developers and publishers regardless of their plans, previous plans or announcements around Steam. Now, if I remember correctly, there's a little bit more to that uh, thread as well. Um, where Burning Phoenix says, so basically what you said at GDC was a lie. Tim Sweeney then says, at GDC, Steve Allison said, we don't want to do that ever again when asked about the Metro Exodus controversy. See a particular article. He went on to further say, we had been talking to those guys for a number of months and they made some decisions on their end. This is not a throw under the bus thing. It's just the timing of when, where that came together and what was important to their business. We decided to do it together. We both knew there was potential for the thing to ha that happened in terms of communication. I think it felt way worse and was bigger than we thought. And in real time, we spent time talking. We will never do this again in this way. He then added, and I think we're not in the situation now where that could ever happen because now we're live and we have a view out in time and we can work out with everybody. We have a case study where it says maybe we should make our decisions earlier and we will. And when the panel uh, was asked if Epic will continue grabbing exclusive in general, Allison had this to say, we could go to zero or we could go to very, very few major exclusives within a given year. We will definitely not be doing them on the scale we're doing them now. Um, so people took it to mean that, you know, they regret making the decision and sell Metro Exodus exclusively on the Epic Games Store. However, it won't stop them from doing future ones, which is what we're seeing now with um, Borderlands 3. So it's not a big hoorah-rah. They kind of alluded to it in the first place, but it's not the best thing to have happened, simply put. Um, but there are other things that are happening because, you know, um, this isn't the first time this kind of stuff has happened to Steam because, uh, EA migrated their biggest series over front to its own homegrown platform origin back in 2011. Now this was things like Battlefield, Titanfall, Dragon Age, and others. And that has its own thing. People, not everyone loves origin. Not everyone loves Steam. Again, there are their own personal preferences, but it's just simply to say that, you know, with things being moved over, certain things from Steam are missing. So this can be from Steam exclusives, the ability to pretty much post anything and everything over on Steam versus EA. Sorry, I keep saying EA. Uh, Epic Games, where they're, they're trying to curate and they are doing their best to not have uh, lower tiered games, essentially. Um so what they're saying is that uh, they won't be having crappy games. Or is that it's a quality I'm standard. Happy. I don't know what was up with that. 
Um, and that quote unquote, the side of Epic that makes creative tools like the unreal engine available to everybody says that you can use our tools for creating anything that's legal and we have no creative say in it. We can't veto whatever, whether we find it controversial or tasteful or not. He then added, we'll be aware of the quality of what's submitted prior to making a decision to list it in the store somehow. So while you are free to use the Unreal Engine, what ends up being inside the Epic Games Store is a completely different thing. And that's kind of where we are when it comes to that with Epic. Now, we then go on to see that they have actually released, Epic Games has released their 2019 roadmap. Uh, this pretty much includes a redesign of the website, adding search tools, supporting DLC add-ons, which currently don't exist, um, game achievements, and cloud save support. So in case you decide to move from one computer to the next, you don't lose where you are in your game, which is really nice and something that Steam should have actually had a long time ago. That being said, um, they're also uh, looking to have it accessible on Android devices, and you can... Um, they also have certain things free like uh slam rancher is free until uh was free until march 21st uh that being said i think there's some other stuff yeah so epic game store also offers free games every two weeks and um that's being worked on as well so that's something very similar to what twitch does with every month they give away free games but there are still things that are being missing so epic games launcher for the most part is not the best one people actually rate it as one of the worst launchers out there for a number of reasons from how the friend system uh, the friend list system works to adding them and so on and so forth to how you find games which they say they're working on to how the games are listed to there being no reviews um to you know community tools uh achievements which they said they're working on wish lists mod support user reviews forums and along with other stuff that steam typically already had and well again while they while epic says they're working on them they're still sometime off so then you get to the little minor stuff like the trading card stuff which you can actually if you buy a game and play it you get cards which you can then sell for actual money on steam to then use that money to then purchase other games or other content or whatever it is so stuff like that doesn't really exist epic however does have something that's neat inside that they actually have region specific uh pricing now that region specific pricing helps in, in effect because sometimes you can actually find a game at a lower price in one region and that's let's say out of the state so for example i had someone tell me that in the bahamas a particular game was like ten dollars less than it was inside the states which is a good savings to them so they bought it inside the bahamian store versus the american store so it's little things like that but there are issues because people are also concerned about spyware and or conspiracy theories now, earlier this year, Redditors said that they discovered evidence that Epic Games Store included spyware intended to track users 
Epic then countered that saying that, you know, this is just software to keep tabs on page statistics to help more accurately pay people as a part of Epic supported creator program. Uh, I don't really see how that really makes sense considering that the support a creator program, quite literally, either you give people a link or you give people a code to enter in when you want them to pretty much use your information to then get money from it. Um, so the link in itself should already notify Epic that, you know, they're coming from this link. I don't see the reason why they would then need to track or have that information then tracked even further inside the launcher codes. You don't need it period at all. So I don't understand that one. Um, people also accused Epic store of mining and sharing steam data without permission. Epic said it only sends that data back to itself if op users opt into importing their Steam friends list to the Epic launcher. They then acknowledged, however, that there was something wrong with the feature as it launched, saying that the launcher should only access the Steam files after the user chooses to import Steam friends. The version that raised eyebrows, he said, was a remnant leftover from our rush to implement social features in the early days of Fortnite. Um... Then there are the security concerns, which say that albeit large, largely one stemming from Fortnite's spotty history in that area. Similarly, Fortnite's reputation for bad customer service is carried over to the store. Countless cartoon um, builds and, well, the game pretty much helped construct, as well as a refund system that received mixed reviews. And Epic believes that its reputation is overblown. That's not to say that Steam has not had its own issues because Steam has definitely had its own issues um, regarding security, customer service, uh, collecting data, so on and so forth. But I would have thought Epic would have learned from that. Um, let's not even get into the Chinese conspiracy theories. Uh, and there's a good chunk of those out there. And then... Again, we're kind of going into the fragmented PC future with this because Steam kind of did have a monopoly because it was what people wanted for the longest time. So it kind of unified everyone else that was out there. And now that we're splitting up again, it's not a great system anymore. Um then there's the fairness that Steam has versus Epic, where, again, Epic is actually doing develop by developers quite well because of the exclusive that they're doing. That means that they're also giving them higher profit shares, which was already a thing because Epic was giving them 12% of the... Well, Epic was only taking 12% of the revenue and giving the developers the rest, whereas Steam was taking 30%. Now, this isn't going on to say, like... Because there, I'm hearing rumblings that there's even going to be another launcher coming out in the next few weeks. So, that's going to be another thing and another fragment off of the system, which is already too fragmented, in my opinion, as it is. So, the question then remains, to be quite honest. Is it really beneficial... To have epic games running things as they are or should they have actually worked and taken the time to actually make sure that they ran this properly from the onset because as of right now people 
aren't happy with the way how Epic Games is really working over it. And there's already rumblings that Steam is going to be losing yet another game to Epic. And it hasn't been confirmed, but it looks like Anno 1800 is going over to Epic Games Store exclusively because this game was already supposed to be going over to Steam. Um, but it's going to be discontinued after its release date of April 16th, which we'll find out what happens then, I guess. Um, they pretty much say that we'll update this. Uh, never mind. Sales of Anno 1800 will be discontinued on Steam after April 16th due to a publisher decision to make the game exclusive on another PC store. Sounds familiar. Sounds exact. Using almost the exact same wording they did when Metro Exodus went over to Epic Games. Um, they say that the publisher has assured us that all prior sales of the game on Steam will be fulfilled on Steam and the Steam owners and so on and so forth. Same wording. Now... Because they don't say what store it is, we kind of have to guess on this one, but the only place that's really stealing games from Steam like that is Epic. They're, they're the ones making these exclusive deals because, sure, you can find the games on GOG or like other places where people can go and buy games, but no one's really stealing it. They pretty much launch them all out across the board for the most part. Um... Whereas Epic is just taking in and saying, nope, it's not going to be like how it was distributed across all the different launchers and stores. They're launching just to us for half a year to a year or whatever period of time. And then after that, it can go to everyone else. So, yeah, I think it's that part right there that people really don't like. Um... If you do go into um, to Tim's uh, Twitter, you will notice that there's a lot of conversation happening over with the Chinese thing. Again, I said I'm not going to get into the Chinese conspiracy, but one of the things is that people are saying that because it's a Chinese-funded corporation, that's um, Tencent, if I remember correctly, people are having problems with trusting it. But Tencent is one of the world's biggest gaming uh publishers and well gaming companies period they're in a lot of different games and some of the most popular games out there are already funded from it even league of legends and riot games is owned by tencent so i don't understand where this whole uproar is coming from um then you know i don't know guys like Honestly, it's kind of dumb at this point, in my opinion, because if they're going to come and take in games, then the point of them doing exclusives is to get people to move over to their new launcher. It's quite literally new. Like, it hasn't been out for even, like, six months yet. So, if well, if you're not counting Fortnite being their first game, quote-unquote. Um, they have to do things to get people to jump onto their system and they want people to be able to also play multiplayer, which is going to be beneficial to everyone else. And the only way they can really do that is being able to have people link their information to their system. So the developers can do that from the back end 
and use the coding that they developed, which allows for multi-cross, uh, multi-platform crossplay. But having people actually on their system would also help Epic Games keep information and keep track of how to do things better. So it's a kind of catch twenty-two. We either help them with one thing and don't and help them with their own thing at the same time, or we don't help them with this thing, and we end up suffering because of people not wanting to do crossplay anymore. So I don't know. Right now, my personal opinion is. I would really hope they wouldn't keep it for as long as they've, they've been trying to get it for, which is like the six months seems to be their sweet spot. Like, sure, there are places that do exclusives, but they hold it for like a month at max. Guys, just do it for like a month. Seriously, that's all you really and truly need to get people interested. Otherwise, by the time they actually decide to hold off and get it from the store, chances are it's already going to be discounted. So if they're really serious about it and they try to boycott you guys, then they're already getting the games for much cheaper anyway. Sure, they won't be able to talk about the game right then and there, but they do save money and they don't have to use you guys anymore. So it's kind of a lose-lose situation that's happening here. And that's not a good place to be. Just my two cents. But guys... That's it for this week's episode of Esports Wrap. If you missed any part of this episode, as per usual, free to he- feel free to head over to morecookies, M-O-A-R-cookies.com, to listen to any of our past episodes, including this one when it goes up. Or if you listen to podcasts and you just prefer an audio version, we are pretty much everywhere that podcasts are. So if you want to listen to it on your iPhone, your iPad, in your uh, car using Apple, sorry, CarPlay, Apple Car. I forget what it's called. If you have Android, there's Google Podcasts, Pod, um, Pocket Casts, um, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, literally everywhere. Even Google Music and what semblance of that still remains. We're on there too. But if you want to be part of the conversation, however, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, which is M-O-A-R underscore cookies. Or jump into our Discord. The links should be below if you're watching anywhere that this is currently live. Or even the recorded version on YouTube. So guys, until next time, keep it savvy.